<laughs> Welcome, Welcome back, back to, to the Life Changes Podcast. <laughs> so good, Sarah. So good. We're like harmonizing now. Yeah, it's we're doing just, real well with this. It's lit. I think that's what the kids I, are saying I these feel days. Like people, it's lit. It is lit. And people probably think we're going and getting singing lessons because we're so damn good. So fucking good. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Samantha Close. And I'm Sarah Williams. And well, we are your hosts. We are your hosts. Every week. Every week. And this week we have what we think is a pretty fun topic. I think it is fun because this is, you know, it's after Valentine's Day and all the love and the air and the love everywhere. And people, you may not even know it yet, but you could be pregnant. Yeah, you you could be. And so congratulations. Yay, being a parent. Yay, babies. (laughs) Yeah, being a parent and having a baby, pretty significant life change. Yeah, it is. So who knows who you are? (laughs) (laughs) And it can be different based on where you are in your life. For instance, you as a very young mother. (laughs) Yes. Not a lot of planning went into that. Definitely not. No. Older lady. Older lady. (laughs) Old mom. I'm not a mom right now yet. I'd like to be someday. But, you know, a whole lot of of planning might go into that. Mother of Moose. Mother of Moose. Um, Yeah, it does. See... I think either way, your world is rocked, but it's but it's amazing as well. So my mom says it completely changes your life it having does. a child, but you want it to. Yeah. And it should. It should. It should. If it doesn't, it's a whole nerve-wracking. Don't be hanging out at the bars every night of you have a baby at home. Like, but how do you think you were conceived? Right. But then that's where the change happens in that the life. Life changes. changes. You wake up, ain't nothing the same. They're like, oh shit! It's a it's a positive pregnancy test. <laughs> Who was my date again? <laughs> what was your thought when you found out you were pregnant? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I was like, this is so wonderful. Shock! I okay, feel Victoria. Like now you can stop listening after that. <laughs> um, yeah, I was uh, I was crying. I was with my best friend Nicole and. It was just real scary. But Nicole had already called me two months prior and cried and told me she was pregnant. So <laughs> she was like, you know, OK, I got I've been through this already. <laughs> it's going to be fine. We're both going to be just fine. And you were fine. And you are we fine. Were. You guys are great. Yeah. It was just a little rough. Yeah. Nicole's yeah. dad didn't really talk to us for a little while. Oh, that's hard. No, he was he was shocked for sure. Um, Yeah. Um, my mom was like, OK, well, I guess you want to grow up now so you go you go figure that out (laughs) you go grow up girl you best have a job and get your shit together that's not how my mom sounds you got nine months to get it together girl (laughs) but it's definitely very like all right this is what you're gonna do then you gotta like seriously you know think about it so right but that's good advice yeah she was definitely like okay this is not gonna be a walk in the park perhaps harsh but but honest exactly um, yeah, in the family. Uh, honestly, though, she and Victoria is the only grandchild out of three of us siblings. So my mom's probably yeah, just so happy. Thank, thank you so much for doing that. I mean, maybe not necessarily at the time she was planning to be a grandma, but whatever. And she's super happy. <laughs> it, it worked. It out all for, worked for Mama out. Close over there. 
But back then, back in my day, in day. when I had a baby, um, yeah, all the things like that Raya has, I'm like, damn, I wish I had that shit when Victoria was little. It's so different, it isn't is it? so different. It's so different. I mean, it is like 18 years difference, but right. uh, I was like, oh my gosh, I wish I had that. Or, I mean, you had like a baby monitor, but you can only, it was like... <sighs> Right. And then you like try static. to hear you're like, wait, is that the baby or is that just static? And now you have like full on baby monitors everywhere. Like <laughs> you on can your see them. Phone. Oh yeah. You, you can them see moving. them anywhere. It's amazing. They have a lot. And then I, I also uh, collab with the pump station, which is a amazing store that also, you know, does classes like mommy and me classes. They offer those. They offer lactation like classes. resources for yeah. new families and moms to be. They have like, yeah, parent like mom's classes, all of the all of the things and like mommy and daddy classes, too. Aww. So dads aren't excluded. It's not just about the moms. Right. Um, but working with them the last few years, I, I seriously I can still relate to things. And I'm just like, you guys are so lucky. You have no right. idea. <laughs> Look at the support group right here. And I, I insisted that Raya did this not that she wouldn't but I was just like you have to go to the pump station and you need to take these classes because you need this core group of people that are going through the same thing because I mean I've not had a child but from what I hear you know it's especially the first couple months it's just the utter exhaustion you're not sleeping because you're breastfeeding Uh, the baby yeah it's all these new responsibilities you know you're very overwhelmed uh so I'm sure that can feel very isolating at times. Oh, yeah. So how wonderful that you have just this nice group yeah. of people that are going through exactly the same thing you can talk it's to. It's a really amazing. Support. It's a really amazing um, place to be. Pump station, guys. Pump for, station. For those, for those of you who are getting that positive test after Valentine's <laughs> Day, look oh, into exciting. it. <laughs> One of the things that I think is amazing now, too, is the 3D ultrasounds. Oh, yeah. Those that, images. That was starting to come out when Victoria, when I was pregnant with her. But really? It, but I was, you know, 19, couldn't afford to like splurge on that because it costs extra money. I'm like, as long as I know it's healthy They're by the fine. normal way, right. <laughs> that's free with my insurance and I'm good. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to, but I couldn't. <laughs> the first time I saw one of those, it they was like so kind of crazy. There's like a little yeah. baby alien in there, like, yeah. but it's like smushed face. It's like, it looks like you. Like, it looks like a baby, but it's, like, smushy. But, like, pushed up against glass Yeah, <laughs> It's, like, when you do that on your smushy, window, and it's, face. like, blah, on the car window. It's a good look. It's I think that look. I think Raya got that done for Joey. I think so. I think so, yeah. Most people do it now. Yeah. I think it's cool. insurance doesn't necessarily cover it, but I don't think it's super expensive. Yeah. Like my friend so Laura cool. did it, and yeah. I think it was, like, 50 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's super cool. That was that was coming out. That was newer. But all the things that I guess you're not supposed to do, I did because I didn't know back then because you didn't know. <laughs> now, is that the type of thing where it's, oh, having one glass of wine is really bad for you if you do it every day and then 10 years later, oh, new facts, having one glass of red wine a day can be good for your health. You yeah. do it with coffee. And my dad was saying coconut oil is was really bad. <laughs> In the really? 70s, because if you cook with it and it hits a certain temperature that's too high, it becomes carcinogenic. Oh, my God. Oh, great. So you great. shouldn't be, like, frying with it. But, no, you, it's totally healthy to cook with it as long as it doesn't hit. Got it's, you. It's burning temperature, whatever gotcha. it is. And he Anyways. wasn't burning anything. He was, yeah. And well, my biggest thing that I was, like, lucky that Victoria was okay is that, um, like, I had, like, a receiving blanket in her little uh, bassinet with her. And you can't have blankets at all with babies. That's crazy yeah why because the suffocation or the mm-hmm. strangulation yep they once they start moving around they can grab it and and accidentally suffocate so how do themselves. they stay warm you they actually i know <laughs> it's a great question sarah <laughs> um 
<laughs> they uh, they come up with these like actual like little pajamas that keep the baby warmer. And then you definitely and I, I just recently heard too, like when when you have like a house with stairs, like you have to be very careful about having your heater on because heat rises. And so like I heard a terrible story about like a baby not making it because it was too hot upstairs wow. when the parents didn't realize because they were downstairs. Right. And I I mean I just think even if I had if Jay and I had 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 a baby after all and decided to have one I probably would just be as paranoid as I was with Victoria because it's like starting over anyway yeah. and I would have just been staring at the baby just like I was with Victoria like are you breathing I'm, I'm sure most parents are like it's it's crazy it and then I remember like suggesting just because I heard about it I didn't know any facts facts but there's this uh like foot monitor that you can put on a baby right yeah you but suggested that to Raya. to Raya but she had heard a horror story about like it burning the baby and I don't know but like what the statistic I don't know anything about it still right. but I mean it sounds good that you would have a it heart rate a heart, mon- yeah, yeah, heart rate monitor to make sure the baby isn't so if the baby does suffocate or do anything or then the you know drops. yeah 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 it's wow. a lot there's so much and so in a way like now that everything's okay and Victoria's 18 I'm like maybe it was good I didn't know right? all these horror <laughs> stories back then because I would have been so freaked out even more than I was compare it to like what the 50s when they didn't know or they they didn't share yeah, that no drinking kidding. and smoking oh cigarettes gosh. was bad for your health oh so all these pregnant women just hanging around yeah. smoking you cigarettes and drinking alcohol then our parents in the yeah. 80s oh my gosh oh, my can dad you imagine my mom smoked when i was pregnant. i know <laughs> exactly <laughs> I watched. Have you ever seen Mad Men? Yes. Oh my gosh! That's, yeah. It's like they're all just smoking and pregnant and just hanging yes. out, drinking scotch. And I'm like, you guys, that's not good for You're your not baby. Supposed to do that, and they're gonna look back on some <laughs> 19, whatever 2000 sitcom. Whatever you like, can you imagine having your baby in a blanket? What were these idiots doing? And it's like, how do you keep your baby warm? It's true. <laughs> that's a valid question. It is. I'm always cold. I know it's true. I can't imagine not having blankets. And as I get older, I think like five months is when they're really like moving around. And like, like my girlfriend, one of my best friends, Jen, has a uh, when she, when her baby, he's uh, ten months right now. When he hit five months, she, I was like, "What do you have him in?" It's like a sleeper. It's like a little, almost like a straight jacket for babies to keep oh, warm. Wow. And it, they can't take it off. And like, it's like a straight, a baby straight jacket. But it's like swaddling. Yeah. Just without the loose cloth, probably. Right. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, so there's a lot of that, and that was something I didn't know about. I was like, <laughs> I had her, I had it like at her hip, like I'm just keeping her a little warm, right? <laughs> like, I didn't have, I did know not to have for some reason like stuffed animals and things like that in the crib when she, but mind you, she didn't even freaking sleep in her crib half the time. She would scream, and I would, yeah, and I'm like, okay, which is Spoiled also not baby. the best idea either, <laughs> right? That one I've heard of because you Victoria's can still in my bed half the time. <laughs> But that's just sweet. <laughs> I know. It's fine. She wants her mama. But it does feel good, too, as a as a mom to, like, be so close to your baby. And it's like, oh, I just love because it's not always yeah. going to happen where they want to sleep with you or snuggle with you. So moms, like, gravitate. I gravitated to that a lot. But, yeah, there's a lot of new things. I was just at the doctor's because you know how we were talking about all my health issues recently. Yes, you've had we're some starting to figure this out a little bit. Testing. Um, yeah, so I have a couple tests in two weeks and have a new diet plan and staying away from dairy still. I'm going to oh. 
just it's yeah tough. it's, it's real hard. but i'm not necessarily vegan so that's a plus that's but now nice. i'm gluten-free so there's that so you've got that <laughs> i'm still i'm still la the good news is yeah there's so many options yeah you're just super la it's fine but when i was there and i was talking to him he asked me like things because he's a new doctor for me um how my pregnancy went and there's a couple hiccups like i I started bleeding when I was five months, but that can happen. And I guess it can be common. Yeah. Um, but I thought I was going to have a miscarriage and luckily everything was fine. I got so scary. sick really bad around six months and I couldn't keep things down. So just things like that can happen during a pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing I mean, crazy, always, crazy. I, I feel like it's such a complicated thing growing a human inside right, of you. Right. Right. It's not too easy. <laughs> yeah. And we know so much. So even if it's a little blip that isn't a big deal even knowing it sometimes is good because you know but it can be scary yes seem worse yes. than maybe it is yes so but the doctor my doctor was saying that um he was actually impressed that I had her naturally because he says that's rare nowadays everyone does c-sections that's what I hear crazy. you know I had a uh well I think a lot of people probably want to plan it yeah as we've kind of talked about yeah I I, I'll talk about my birth in a minute, uh, oh. <laughs> which was traumatic for my parents. But yeah, Judy, don't listen. Yeah, <laughs> my parents will cry again. But being able to plan it, I think a lot of mom because it's scary. It's unknown. Right, right. And with my kind of health issues, I'm if I end up having a child and, and being pregnant, having my own baby, I'm very interested <laughs> in planning it and doing a C-section yeah. because birth uh, vaginally, it's frightens me but I also so I had a, a sexual health class in college so this would have been like gosh six years ago now mm-hmm. and we had a OBGYN come in and talk and she's super fascinating she had some really great pointers but one of the things that I just remember her saying is that it's so common for women to be cut now partially because they're requesting it but partially because it's just easier for the doctors that's crazy because you don't know birth can take hours and days sometimes and hey i gotta gotta go an appointment over at the golf course i mean not to be so right i'm sure not all of of course i don't even think my doctor was there until literally the last second because they don't need to be right the the nurses do everything they're just there for the delivery yeah literally like she came in I didn't even get to really like talk to her. I was already like knee deep in the situation here. <laughs> so, knee deep. Knee deep. I was like, the knees were up. <laughs> That's so deep. Or like hip deep I know, or there something we go. like that. There's a joke there. We'll find there it. There is. But yeah, it, they, she didn't. So yeah, they don't need to. I also, uh, did I ever tell you? I, I think you knew. I used to take photos at UCLA Hospital. Did I tell you that? long time ago I don't know that I knew that it was like a side thing that you would only get like commission if people bought packages right okay after you did they tell gave me. yes you did birth. tell me this. yes so I used to do that which was really sweet and awesome but um you have this like in the nurses area where you can see the the nurses board on um v for vaginal and and then you know c as c-section and so um for c-sections I couldn't go right after because I mean recovery is insane for c-sections and now you have to heal your body and you have a newborn to take care of right well it's, it's some I mean vaginal birth is no walk in the park no it's not but with the c-section you're like you, you literally scar. it's like major surgery well you have and you uh from what i hear is you you know you forget it, all the muscles you actually use yes. in your stomach until you actually get cut open and you're like oh my god i can't even sit up so i w- we weren't allowed to go in until two or three days after because they get to stay longer because of, of course yeah they have and to. then you 
you say, oh, we're here to take photos if you're, you know, up for it or whatever. It's mostly usually just for the newborn, but they were very special, special photos. But yeah, a lot. There was a lot of C-sections when I worked at yeah. UCLA. I used to watch The Nick when it was on. I think oh, it was okay. Showtime or HBO. I do remember that. It was a really great show. It was canceled after like the third season, <laughs> but the first episode Right, it's the surgeon, and he's going to attempt to perform a cesarean section because mm-hmm. at this time it has not been perfected, and oh, it was wow. just pretty much women would die. So, like, you have a, a breach baby, mm-hmm. you can't give you're vaginal gonna birth. Die. We're gonna have to do C-section. You're gonna die. So That's the first crazy. one they do, like, and they had all these, I mean, it's, just, it's nuts, and they ended up finding the perfect way to open the stomach and then like cauterize the, oh. the veins and everything, but women would just bleed out. Like. Oh. Crazy. That's so scary. Crazy. This is why we're not. I'm well, that not. That was only a hundred years ago. Oh, that's so scary. <laughs> so let me Seriously. talk about my scary yes. birth. I guess while yeah. we're talking about the scary, which is crazy with technology too. So I was born about a week late. I think my due date was September thirtieth, mm-hmm. and I was born October fifth. And when babies are late, there tends to be um, <laughs> poo poo. Yes, <laughs> in the because they're sack. supposed to be out. <laughs> they're supposed to be out. So it's that's it's happened, called meconium, yeah. and one of the huge risks is that the baby will inhale it yeah. on their first breath, which is so just what happened to me. And you're just so eager to breathe. I suspe- <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, ah. <laughs> but my mom says when she saw me, yeah, I didn't scream. I didn't make any noises. I, she just like, thought I was dead because oh. I was completely gray and not moving. Um, so long story short, <laughs> they ended up putting me on a respirator, which, um, they had to turn the pressure up so high it burst both of my lungs so they That's perforated insane. and yeah they, so now I have lung disease technically doesn't really affect me I just get really winded, winded. when I try to run yeah <laughs> cardio is not my friend yeah hikes <laughs> things like that yeah but then they ended up putting me on a heart and lung bypass machine that was experimental at the time which Crazy. actually was invented at UCLA for the elderly if their heart needed a break they would put them on this machine for like a week oh that's rather crazy. than putting them on like full life support but I was the 13th baby to be put on this. Oh, my gosh. This machine is that why 13's your... 13's my lucky oh, okay. number. okay. Now that makes sense 13's my lucky now. number. Nice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, the 12th baby and the 14th baby both passed when they were taken off the machine. That's crazy. Months later, I think it was like five or six months after the fact. You know, I was still going in for tests. And mm-hmm. I had to go in for mental testing until I was like 15 because <laughs> my brain was deprived of oxygen for so long. I they still just wanted to make with sure. my lefts and rights. <laughs> They just wanted to make sure everything sure, yeah. was okay. <laughs> my parents talk about one of the kids who they had become friends with, who'd been born around the same time as me and been on ECMO, this this experimental you know procedure. And he, they were leaving the hospital and he coded in the parking lot oh, and passed away. So, it was, you know, they just don't really know no, the long-term yeah. effects and how weak. And I, they, they cut me. Uh, on my neck to pump and oxygenate the blood so I actually don't have blood flow on the right side of my neck which is so fun to like because I don't have a pulse and really fuck with people so (laughs) creepy she's to always say that I feel my pulse my pulse you can't find it I don't have one oh my god you're creepy but so this is like a very traumatic thing yeah before ECMO the machine was invented or started being used this way babies would just die if they inhaled that was just it and now all that they do is they shoot the baby they inject their lungs with nitrous oxide it's just an injection into both lungs it freezes the lungs momentarily but it freezes all the meconium off of it so it just drops oh, down wow. the body will naturally just get rid of it and they're fine oh my gosh and they're fine <laughs> so for Ugh. years they, I, they 
they probably still have the annual ECMO and nitrous oxide reunions. We'd all compare scars and. Oh, that's so crazy! It was, it was cool. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. I didn't know that happened. The reunions, the, reunions, <laughs> the annual reunions. Yeah, yeah. But I've I've been for a couple of years now wanting to contact my my doctor just to see if what the long term effects are. <laughs> as it relates to pregnancy because it's oh, just oh yeah birth is such a traumatic thing yeah. on a woman's body the i'm i'm honestly just afraid if i push too hard i'm gonna blow my good know, right <laughs> your good, good blood vessels on your neck <laughs> so i'll be planning a c-section oh. if i do decide to get pregnant <laughs> which still can be a little tricky i mean i i guess like recently one of our friends uh one of jay's best friends daniel his wife had an emergency c-section because it could just end up that way too if you don't plan it anyway but she actually they they realized the baby didn't turn and so um they were planning the the c-section actually and the baby came anyway early so the baby came early but it was they already knew a c-section so it became an emergency c-section and she was actually she passed out after giving birth and was in surgery for another three hours, so she didn't even get wow. to see the baby. Oh. She like lost a lot of blood, so it was like that's very scary. It's very scary. <sighs> so go hug your mom, you guys. because yeah. <laughs> you go through a lot. It's a lot. And it's then, lot. and then, if you can't even have like a baby, like naturally, or like your own child, right? Like your DNA, <laughs> your own child. Like people, I we know people who've tried and tried, and it just it's not working out. Yeah. So it's like. What do you do in vitro or you or, you know, have um, either if it's the guy, you have a sperm donor and use somebody right. else's or for the girl, you use somebody else's eggs. Or There's so many or, things that you ha- could do, but it costs so much, so much. And what's astounding to me is a 30 year old woman. I feel so young still. I feel you are very, young. I feel virile. <laughs> I feel healthy. But at 35 for a woman, if she gets pregnant, it's considered a geriatric pregnancy. First of all, get rid of that name. I know. It's so sad. It's so sad. And I know that there are related risks the older you are as a mother. But also, technology has come such a long way. Yeah, Medical advancements. It's just, it's nutty. It has. But. Yeah, that's crazy, though. If you were dying to have a baby and you're having trouble (laughs) naturally, let's talk. Because the cost is astronomical for some of these things. I would throw him that that kid's face when he's a teenager. Like, you know how much money I spent to have you? I'm just kidding. Right. You (laughs) You owe me. You better be nice. I'm adding to your tab. So you owe me $30,000 for your college education. And also Also, for the egg harvesting. (laughs) Yeah, egg harvesting. That can be expensive. Yeah. Well, let's. I would start with freezing your eggs. Oh, that's yeah. something I'm interested in, and that's a little less invasive, right? Because okay. it's just yeah. your own eggs, and they just put it back inside yeah. you, whatever. Uh, how does that? Yeah. So to freeze your own eggs, I you, I believe that you go through the same process that a woman would do for egg harvesting if she was okay. going to sell them or, or donate them or whatever. So you you have to be on um, so hormones just, for yeah, several months. Yeah. So you inject yourself. Yeah. You can't have sex. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because you could have like <laughs> twenty <four> babies. <laughs> Oh my god! Octomom, (laughs) octomom happening. But that's um, scary. Just to for the harvesting process, it's five to eight thousand dollars. Oh shit! And then you have to store them, and you can't just put them in your freezer. Yeah, (laughs) it's awkward. So, and I I don't know. I'm sure it depends on the program, but the average that I saw when I looked it up is about twelve hundred per year. Oh my gosh! So if you figure you're like me and. I'm 30, and I don't know that I necessarily am going to want to get pregnant right when I'm 35, right? Right. And then after that, we know it's it's geriatric, (laughs) (laughs) and it's just going to be harder to conceive and all of that. So, you know, if I'm going to freeze my eggs, I should do it soon. Mm -hmm. 
And the other crazy thing is that the eggs are so much more viable, or the embryos, I guess I should say, are so much more viable if they're mixed with sperm. Oh, really? Yeah. So you have to know, you have to make sure you guys you are committed. <laughs> I, I knew a gal, and she had had uh, uterine cancer, and so when she was itty like ten years old or something, mm-hmm. it was crazy. And then, um, you know, they tried to keep her her parts, but when she was in her late teen years or her early twenties. They were going to have to remove the ovaries as well and do the yeah full hysterectomy, and she had been adopted, so it was very important for her to have her own baby someday. And so she had done the egg harvesting, but she'd asked her boyfriend at the time, and he said no. But then you just do an you know sperm donor, but it's like yeah, and then if you end up to get like yeah, that's such a hard because you never know. It's like knowing your future for sure. Yeah, crazy. Oh my gosh. Although too like if. if she did adopt later too, it's like kind of doing what her parents did, but, which yeah, is nice beautiful. too. But yeah, but yeah I, I get, I, I understand yeah. why. I mean, I'm not here trying to adopt right now. <laughs> like I just, I'm good with the one. We're good. Yeah, one, one's good. One's one and good. done. One's good. <laughs> one and done. That's I, crazy. I didn't actually know how much it costs to harvest. To harvest, her. yeah. One of my friends, we were, she's my good friend from Colorado. We were joking about, oh, we're, you know, we're, we're both single women in our thirties. Like, you're gonna, she's like, you're freezing your eggs, and we, laugh, and we had a laugh about all, it. Yes. And then, like, matter of fact, I am. A month later, she sends me this article. It's like all the women who think they can have it all turns out they can't. <laughs> Even if you, if you have frozen eggs and they're very viable embryos, like the odds that as an they older stay. woman, like if you're four, like it's still really hard. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so, insane. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, side note to that really quick. Uh, Lauren Zioli, who was a guest um, on our podcast, she, she actually was. was pregnant when she was our guest. Um, she I wasn't, didn't know. She wasn't saying anything quite yet. It was very, very, very early because she was like, she has an Instagram that's 42 and pregnant. <laughs> So Did she cute. change it or is it a new one? No, it's a new one because oh, she doesn't want because she doesn't want to like um, bombard everybody with all this mom talk with like <laughs> keep it <laughs> so sep- she, smart. So she smart. did a separate one and I follow that one. So it's forty two and pregnant. <laughs> I saw I a post that they did and it was like the gender reveal. Yeah. Oh, and Ryan. Two of us are excited. I know. And her it's and a her girl. Son, yeah. <laughs> they were screaming up and down. So basically, but it was and in Ryan's defense, I could see the water like getting shot in his face because. Basically, it was water oh. guns that had like dye in it, so it was either going to be pink or blue. So they wore white T-shirts and they shot like all their friends and family shot at oh, them. That's really cute. So Ryan's looking down, like kind of smiling but blinking at the same time because he, he said he's like everyone kept shooting my face, so I couldn't get as excited. But like the other two were just jumping up and down, her and her son. Oh my gosh, so funny. That's funny. That's really. But cute. it did look really bad. <laughs> poor, poor Ryan. It did, but it's funny. <laughs> it was funny. It was quite. It was quite the gender reveal. <laughs> that's such a trend now, too. So the gender have, reveal. That is a trend. That's something I wish I had been able to do. <laughs> I feel like everything now is so extra. It uh, is extra, I'm but hey, married. I need a bridal shower, and I like I it because I get to photo, <laughs> photograph photograph all of it. That's <laughs> gender true. reveals. I just did a gender reveal and I was taking photo well I was shooting it and um, <laughs> they already had a toddler and so the husband's holding the toddler on one side and the mom's on the other she pops the balloon and um, these little tiny pink balloons start to come out and Aww. she already they already had a boy and she's jumping up and down and the the big ass black balloon that she popped landed in their face in the <laughs> husband and son's face so, so she's excited and they they can't see and then the baby starts screaming <laughs> 
It was hilarious. That's wonderful. That wasn't planned out so well. We just didn't understand where the wind was going with that. Yeah. But sometimes those in the moment shots, I feel like I mean, they're, they're awkward they're and weird. That's what you great. want. It's life. That's real life. It was awesome. She posted it. Screw the filters. <laughs> I know. This is real life. That's this wonderful. Is, yeah, all those things are changing. Um, cute. What I, I have one more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fun fact um, that I don't actually know if it's a fact because my mom just told me. So it might okay. be complete pseudoscience. <laughs> Sorry, okay. Judy Williams. But she had told me that between male and female sperm, right, because the sperm dictates the Mm -hmm. sex of the baby, that female sperm tends to be stronger. So when older women do get pregnant, it tends to be a girl. Really? Yeah. So I've noticed that. Lauren Zealy's got a girl. So yeah, the the examples and anecdotal evidence points to the pseudoscience being true. You're like, there you go. (laughs) Judy's right. Judy's right. Judy knows what's up. Um, let's talk some more about cost if you're family yeah. planning late in life and it's not a surprise. And it's not that one night stand at the bar <laughs> Valentine's Day. I'm just kidding. It could be a relationship Valentine's Day. I know Day. there could be, but there could be a one night stand one too. I feel like relationship Valentine's Day sex is much more plausible than one night <laughs> stand is, Valentine's Day. Hey, sex. it could happen. Did you not listen to my story when I was crying? I was single and I was like, what am I single? I could have met someone and just went home. It's just a bunch of sad people at the bar mating. <laughs> I know, that's true. Mating? <laughs> Great. Mating, oh, it's <laughs> mating. But that works too. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> we must procreate and continue the species. But yes, there could definitely be romantic dinner nights out that you guys are, you know, everyone's planned and they're in a relationship. Right. <laughs> Either way. Seems... Whoever you are, congratulations again. And also, if you're not pregnant, um, better luck that's next very time. personal information for you. Perhaps you're happy. Perhaps you're sad. You know, there's, and I don't know what point it is in a woman's life, right? <laughs> but some, and I've heard this said different ways, but for me personally, it went from if I got pregnant, <laughs> what the fuck would I do? <laughs> to then some one day you wake up and you're just like, oh, I guess if I got pregnant, it'd be fine. It'd be okay. It'd be fine. It'd be okay. Maybe it comes from like having a good job or like. I think I would cry again. You know? <laughs> would you? Because well, we're set it. on not having one. Right. So yeah, I'd be decided. like, oh my God, what the fuck should we do? What are we going to do? <laughs> No. You just got to do a little snippy snippy. I know. That's another thing that is. We, Jay also went to the doctor. We have the oh. same doctor. So that's in the works. Nice. That's smart. I know some men are. Um, sure he's happy I mentioned. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> but I know some it's men fine. are not excited about vasectomies. Like, oh, I don't think he's excited about it. taking away a bit of their manhood or something. I'm sure Jay has some, you know, thoughts. Well, I'm sure it's not fun. It's not a fun process. But neither, fun is, it, neither is opening me up and. And tying my tubes, so that's, that's a way, bit more dramatic. Worse. So he's and fine. The hard thing is too, no matter what birth control a woman uses, I hate it. Yeah, it's still, it's still I mean, fucking I've, with me. I've tried a lot of them. Yeah, well, let me give you my reviews now. I know, right? I don't like. I mean, the pills. M- majority of them. I've tried yeah. a lot too. Yeah. Why well, I I have a friend who <laughs> these yeah. are seriously you have friends, a lot of not friends that me, I don't know right? about. I, doesn't you know Sarah them. say she doesn't like this when I say this? Maybe I'm just keeping them anonymous because <laughs> okay, I'm talking about birth fine. control and that's sex. Fine. She's really just talking about the one other friend. Just I'm just talking about myself. <laughs> I have this friend um, who has a problem. <laughs> Asking for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. No, but I, I have a friend who had an IUD mm-hmm. and it was the non-hormonal, which seemed great because, right, right we get on hormones and some... I think oh, I handled I hate it okay, but some women I don't. I do not. <laughs> yeah. And Shocker. so it was okay. 
as far as birth control is concerned. But yeah. then all of a sudden her periods became just insane. Yeah. And very heavy, very hurtful. Like calling out sick because of it. Mm-hmm. Like, it was bad. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, that's not always the best option. No. Non-hormone. And then I had the hormonal IUD for a while, but I feel like that really changed my body shape and made yeah, me look a bit more so womanly. And really? there were not great things about that. And then... I had the one in your arm that goes inside your arm. Yeah. And I hated it. Infanion. Is that what it's called? I can't remember. Because I had been on the pill for so long and I got off and I felt so much better once I got off the pill. And years and years of years of being on it. It's like, I need a break. So I got off and and like two years later, I was like, okay, let's look into something else. So I got the one in your arm and it... I had all the like side effects and and things were just weird. My period was definitely off and like it's not good to not have one either. So like I remember it didn't happen right away. And then like I gave it I gave it like seven or six months and I was like I just can't deal with all these side effects and my mood swings and like and then they try to take it out and they couldn't fucking find it. They had to dig in there forever. And it, and so now I have a scar and it's sensitive. So like it's almost like they gave me like a little bit of nerve damage right there. So it's oh like gosh. numb. I'm like, this is just horse shit. But see the things that we go through. Exactly. Men don't want to wear condoms. I know. Wrap that up, buddy. I know. Just wrap that shit up. I had heard that there was a male version of the pill that was oh, being interesting. Being looked at and examined. Oh, I would love it. But it in Science's defense. <laughs> it's a lot easier to control one egg versus right. millions Many of sperm. Swimming. <laughs> it's like a game. It's like pew, 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 pew. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him, guys. Get him. Shoot like, Ah, oh, that one slipped by us. Shit. <laughs> Somewhat on this topic, but this is just amazing. Did you hear about the Mexican all-female crew of scientists that may have cured HPV? No. Yes. What? It's astounding. So... My understanding is that it's only been tested on men who have HPV in their throat, right? Because it causes mm-hmm. esophageal and throat cancers. But uh, as <laughs> Ali Wong says, HPV is the STD. <laughs> it's like a ghost. It hides in men and it says boo in women. <laughs> so men can get it in their mouths and in their right. throats. And, and women, tell. yeah, and yeah. can't tell. Women can, of course, also get yes. it there, but then on their cervixes, cervical cancer and all that. All the fun stuff. All the fun stuff. But it says boo in women. It says boo <laughs> in women. Love it. Love it. <laughs> But the, the method is so interesting. So they inject the body with a, a chemical. I'm not entirely sure what it mm-hmm. is that only attaches to cancerous cells or mm-hmm. HPV type cells. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't affect other other cells in the body. And then they shine a certain laser on those cells Holy and shit. it just explodes them. Oh, shit. So it do, it's not going to hurt your natural, right. normal tissue, healthy tissue. If you... Even if the chemical were to get into too high concentrations in other organs or other parts of your body, mm-hmm. you're never going to be shining a laser on it. So right. it really wouldn't matter. Any, right. So it's just That'd this totally cool. groundbreaking, amazing new technology. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh my so I hope that that becomes wide, widespread. Yeah. <laughs> no pun well, intended. <laughs> <laughs> HPV has always been one of those that's just a little bit scarier that there's, because yeah. it can cause cancer. Yep. I mean, no STD is a good STD. But. Right. <laughs> But sometimes you're not always, you know, able to control that. (laughs) Wrap it up, bitches. Wrap it up, baby. (laughs) Seriously. What else is on your list of stuff that we were thinking? We had just talked about some of the costs with some, you know, we talked about freezing your eggs, but egg harvesting, which this kind of matches up. So 
to pay to have your eggs harvested or I guess you say that or I knew a lot of girls in college uh-huh. that sold their eggs uh-huh. and it was it's even weird. advertised as oh going to college need help paying your student loans sell your eggs do it but based on my google search uh-huh. it's around six thousand for the first harvest and mm-hmm. yeah, it's the same thing so it's a woman injecting herself with hormones hormones not having sex and then yep. i think they go in and actually pull the eggs out with like a needle yes right that's Is that what, what you i heard? am under the impression i also knew someone who um after the retrieval of the eggs um, your body is still like producing all of these hormones and you can mm. overstimulate and it turns into like this whole situation where you blow up because there's so much going on in your oh body gosh. and you have to go to the emergency room to see the doctor right away because that's not supposed to happen overstimulate right. overstimulation and so they have to like relieve that for the woman and so you're still doing all this stuff <laughs> like no matter right. what like yeah. Like women helping women out, it's still hard too. And, well, and it's an amazing thing to be able to yeah. help a, a family out that that wants it. But yeah, and then I had also heard that with each subsequent harvest, the um, price goes up <clears throat> because now the woman who has donated or sold her eggs is a viable, yeah, good candidate, it's like a reliable source, reliable source. Yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, that's that bitch is fertile. Fertile myrtle. Fertile. Fertile myrtle. And then I'm sure they have to be stored just as the yeah. frozen eggs. Which I think that I'm, I could be wrong. <clears throat> but because they have, when they do uh, take the egg, you always obviously want as many eggs as possible because it doesn't right. always work. Right. But then it could work and you could have all these kids too. Where it's like you have triplets. Don't they <laughs> tend to in, insert because it is, and I would heard this with in vitro. Maybe, they do the same like thing where they... They'll mix the eggs with the sperm. Oh, probably. And then they insert it into the uterus and they'll insert more than one yeah, because it's so expensive and, and not. And it doesn't always work if you just do the one. So right. you and never know. That would be a difficult decision of whether to um, terminate yes. some of the embryos or You would think that eggs. if they're going this far to have kids, that they would just be like, okay, let's have five. <laughs> At once? <laughs> I know. But that can be really dangerous too. That could I be mean, very that's, dangerous. That's a scary, yeah. All these yeah. damn kids. Well, and in vitro is at least fifteen thousand for yeah. the first for for per, per round, and so insurance crazy. doesn't. I don't think insurance covers any of this. I don't insurance. believe so at all. This is all out of pocket. This is like going beyond, you know. So you got to pay for that you gotta, shit. You got to pay, and then surrogacy generally involves egg harvesting, of course, because yeah. it would be your own eggs and, and your husband's sperm, your baby daddy, and they put it in the surrogate that ranges from ninety thousand to one hundred thirty thousand. Kim Kardashian's doing this again the second time she's doing a surrogate did mm-hmm. she have the last one she had was a surrogate because after the second pregnancy going bad she was like i can't do this i can't carry like something can happen to her as well <laughs> we gotta fact check this kim kardashian maybe some more pseudoscience <laughs> we're throwing your way but apparently whenever i watched the show <laughs> she would like cry and she's like you know that ugly cry and was like basically like rip me out like rip the baby out of me and some i don't know something could happen because of how her body is or something yeah. i don't know I, I couldn't really focus on anything you're saying because i'm yeah. just embarrassed for you that you watch the kardashians i used to <laughs> i no longer watch them it got a little sure. crazy <laughs> No, it's it's good. But so this is so they're pregnant now with a surrogate. With a surrogate, wow. Surrogate, 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 surrogate for the got you. This is fourth fourth baby. I can't imagine being a surrogate. I mean, what a gift to I give mean, to a couple, but to carry a child crazy. and then not 
not keep, keep it. it. I, I mean, I guess it's just imagine. like giving it, giving your child up for adoption as well. That's that's a tough one. I can't imagine that either. But you're yeah. you're actually willing to go through all of this for like not your child. <laughs> yeah, because generally when you're giving up a child for adoption, it's <laughs> to help them, you know, better their life. You're not is ready. What you're you unable. Think. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, to do it just like, oh yeah, Sarah, I'll carry. I mean, I remember Brianna used to joke about this. Like, well, you know you're going to carry my baby if I can't have any. Because who knows when that'll be or whatever. And I was like, sure. And then I remember Jay came around and he heard that. He's like, you know, I'm in the picture now. And I don't think that I'm okay with that. <laughs> I was like, I was just kidding. It was a joke, but not really. Shut I'm up. like, that bitch would have to pay for all yes, of my how much work you gonna done. Pay me? Yeah. <laughs> no, to get, get my body back. Body makeover. <laughs> yeah. That's a thing, like, right? It really is. Like, I'm fucking my body up for you. For you. For you, bitch. Make it worth it. But wait, surrogacy starts at 90 grand? Uh, surrogacy runs surrogacy. average 90 to 130 grand because Dang. you're paying for the egg harvesting. You're right. paying for in vitro. So right there, you're, you're already the, at 20, bitch's body up. 25,000, basically. Dang. And then you're going to have to pay your surrogate. And then all medical costs, oh, of yeah. course, that are associated. Yeah. Any complications, anything like That's that. Crazy. Yeah, That's yeah, a lot. That's intense. I had always considered adoption just because, you know, my, my fears of pregnancy. And I would, I would love to have my own child right. that's, you know, my own. Right. Um, and I had kind of shared this with my parents probably five, six years ago. And my mm-hmm. mom just kind of looked at me. She was like, well, I'll be your surrogate. <laughs> <laughs> so you... I'm be old. You be old. Everyone's so old. <laughs> Judy, no offense, but the last pregnancy didn't go so well. <laughs> so based on your you. know, uh, record, I know. you're one for one here. But adoption, even though you're doing such a wonderful thing, right, by taking a child in, yeah. giving them home, that's really expensive too. And it kind of makes sense. It's on average $4,500, or at least in the state of California, for the home study, which you have to pay for, which is someone oh. to come in and make sure your home's safe. I'm sure right. there's psychological tests and all that, which yeah. is important because we yeah. don't want to give kids to. I mean, I, bad, I, I feel like people. Home. I feel like people do that for dogs. Why wouldn't they do that for right. actual humans? <laughs> I, I was kind of surprised though to hear that the the adopting parents had to pay for that. Mm, gotcha. I feel like it's because imagine if that child doesn't get adopted, how expensive even just a year yeah. of their life is going to be. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. It is interesting. And then you generally have to hire an attorney, which of course will be thousands of dollars. Uh, yes. And then if you're going to hire an agency to place you with a child and all of that, that Crazy. has some additional costs. It can take so. so long to actually get a kid. It can take so long. So long. Okay. And yeah, $10,000 probably. Which I guess if you're pregnant, how much is your doctor's bill? I don't know. I mean, I mean thousands of po. dollars. As Poe when I did it. As Poe. <laughs> As Poe. My mom said Poe insurance when I was born in 1988 (laughs) 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 with everything because they got itemized. Yeah. Receipts and everything. So at that time, which I mean, money has changed. It was over $100,000. Stop it. That's crazy. Yeah. What did it did insurance pay for most of that? Insurance paid for a lot of it. At the time, my mom was working for Mobile Oil as an accountant they paid for her master's degree. Holla, which nice. she got when she was pregnant with me. Holla. And, then, <laughs> and had a baby at home, my brother. And then they, yeah, the insurance Dang. covered most of it. I think it was just a few thousand. Yeah, we, I didn't have to pay for anything. It's definitely anything? not medical. Medi- yeah, I didn't oh, have medical. anything. They could try, but I didn't have any money. Yeah. <laughs> they come after you. You're like, <laughs> like I don't. here's my asset. Uh, it's, it's my it's baby. my pencil bag. <laughs> oh, I was like, it's my baby. It's all I got going for me right now. <laughs> all I have. All I have for you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, this was a fun little educational like episode, I think. I think it was really interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I hope everyone had fun on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Just so you know, it's all expensive. <laughs> you thought and that if, if you that were dinner was expensive. Congratulations <laughs> if you weren't. Congratulations. Yay. If you need a maternity shoe, <laughs> I holla. know somebody. <laughs> If you need a newborn shoe or a gender reveal or bridal shower, any of those things should be photographed. That's true. Let me know. (laughs) I'll I'll look at my schedule. You can find her rate sheet on her newly designed website, www.closeupphotography. No, closeupphoto.com. Closeupphoto. And close is with a K and not a C. My dad is German, so (laughs) there's that. My mama's German, so. Oh, yay. Shirts. Last name shirts, shirts. yeah, I'm close, and she shirts, shirts. I like it, very well, good. It was really, really nice seeing you, Sarah. Nice seeing you too after this Valentine's Day fun. So, what did we learn? <laughs> You're gonna, we're gonna all wrap it up, wrap it up, <laughs> you know. Take your birth control. I know. Whatever that don't. may be. And, you know, if you're 35 and still trying to get pregnant, congratulations. You're apparently a geriatric. You are owed. Do they still have diaphragms these days? It's they, a birth they, control I don't know do. about. I never had to use that. <laughs> a diaphragm. <laughs> you shove that thing up. Is base, yeah. <laughs> shove they, it up. They have female condoms, too, mm. which are similar to diaphragm, but they have latex the whole way down. Mm. So that can be helpful. It's invented for <laughs> prostitutes because it does it. Oh, no, because it does I a better job it. of protecting against STDs, some of which are just skin to skin, like herpes. Mm-hmm. You don't need to right. have bodily fluid contact. You can just have skin to skin contact. <laughs> I love it. All the facts for you. So happy Valentine's Day (laughs) once again. Hope you all had a great time. Hope you didn't get herpes. (laughs) I know. Don't get herpes. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) I love it. For another installment of the Life Changes Podcast. See you all later. Oh, no. We'll talk at you later. We'll talk at you soon. Bye. (laughs) Bye.